Now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, I better get the right key pushed here. (laughs) I'm I'm in a new setting this morning, so it's a little bit different or getting used to again. So how is everyone? I hope you're doing fine, and I hope I've got all the right buttons pushed here and everybody's up ready to talk we are in naples or i am anyway jenny's in her home office in indianapolis and i spent seven hours on the plane yesterday zigzagging from there to here to here to there and ah flying is not so much fun but hey that's the way it goes Uh, we'll start with you michael loff how are you I'm doing well. Uh, I've started, I guess I've joined the Marianne Weight Loss Club, and I am trying to shed a few pounds and going with a low-carb diet. And uh, so I've lost a little bit over five pounds in the last week. So I know I get you get a nice little incentive at first, and then it slows down. But now that I have a first time I've actually owned my own talking scale, so I'm kind of obsessed with like weighing myself in the morning and the difference. Like how much does a... 
weight does a shirt and pair of pants add? And for me, it's about 1.4 pounds. And so shoes, of course, would depend on what kind of shoes you have. But it's so interesting playing with that. And I'm waiting. Jonathan Mosen's going to do a dedicated show about the low-carb lifestyle and the benefits of it and some resources. That's coming out today at 2 p.m. Eastern as a podcast. Uh, other than that, we've just been working on the websites. Big thing right now is online voting. Uh, trying to get the states uh, and educate them that their PDF documents are not accessible even for the application process. And then, of course, for, you know, online for the blindness organizations having state conventions and some have decided not to do it. And there's some real challenges you know, how do you, you know, between if, if most people have to do it on the phone, but can some people text or do you actually have people that they can call in and take results? And uh, we saw, unfortunately, South Carolina where things didn't go so well because the system might have worked. But if you're on the phone with Zoom and, uh, you know, but then they're trying to call you on your phone and you don't have three-way calling or you can't move quickly enough to get between the two calls. So there's a lot of technical little melees to, to try to make that work. But some folks are determined to make it happen one way or another. So that's kind Did of you hear doing. California's presentation last night? Yeah, I did. They actually had people, they had a couple of people that you would actually call into to take the results. And they said it was a little slow at first, but then they got a system down. And, uh, you know, stuff like this, folks, has got to be tested. People have to find a way to test these things first. That can oh, save a little yeah. bit of embarrassment. But. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, the, the adage here, Mike, is that the necessity is the mother of invention. And, and we're learning a lot with this, quote-unquote, new normal right now. No one, I mean, yeah, that's all I Yeah, but these technologies have been there for years. I mean, there have been online conventions and events, and these technologies have been around a while, but apparently they have not perfected or no one's really challenged them. You know, so I know it's just a very learning curve. Well, we've not had to use them to this extent. And my philosophy is if these agencies want to learn how to do this, reach out to the public, reach out to all avenues of people. You know, when when I've got a problem and and I'm working on a problem with the Lions Club right now, to get better audio into a room and a crowd and whatever the case may be. I am not afraid to reach out to anybody and everybody who might be able to help me fix some of those problems. But anyway, so we'll go on to Jeff since you've just talked. Jeff, how are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you. And Bill, I'd rather be where you are because it's going to be a lot warmer. We had a temperature this morning of 58 degrees here. Last week it was up in the 90s, and this week it's 58 degrees. Well, you know, summer's not going to be here much longer, and I'm hoping that we have a bit of a a hot fall before we get into the coldness of winter. But we can't change that. The other thing that's new in my world is we were talking, and I was talking to my daughter and, and, uh, and her mom, Kristen, and they're not using Zoom. They're using for her school. Now, she has three hours of school every day, Monday through Friday. It starts at 7.30 and, or, and goes till 10.30. Or I think it's either 7.30 or 8.30 till 11.30. I forgot. I'm not quite sure of the hours. Then they have afternoon classes, and they're not using Zoom. They're not using Microsoft Teams or Skype or Facebook. They're using a thing called Google Classroom. I don't know how accessible it is. 
I have no idea how blind people could use it if they had to use it, but that's what they're using. So I'll have to find out more about Google Classroom. Maybe, Mike, maybe you know about it because I have never heard of that. So I've heard of, I've heard of Google Meets but not Google Classroom. Yeah, I've heard of Google Classroom. How accessible is? I mean, I suppose it would be all right, but, um, you know, every every school district has a reason. I guess they do what they do. Let's go to Chris and Dave in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well, we are good. We, it's, you know, hot, humid. What else is new? We are still waiting on our dishwasher, which is supposed to be here on Friday. And... We've had to grill out a time or two and this and that. So things are going well here. Well, that's good. I'm going to tell a little uh, something I anticipated so much. About a week and a half ago, I ordered a new tap, Amazon tap, um, so I could have one down here and have one at home. So I got here and my excitement built there it was in the box and I pulled it out and and started to hook it up and I started having a little bit of trouble and I couldn't figure out why but I finally got it hooked up but during this whole process when they said it was online I could never hear any sound there's no sound with it no um, and I know it's on because I've got it to you know, hold down that pair button and so it'll, you know, bring up the the Amazon thing so you can connect with it. But there's been no sound so far. So maybe I'm missing something. I hope I am, but I'm uh, afraid not. Could, did you try the volume up button? Did you try just holding that down for a couple seconds? Yes. Hmm. I don't know. Because yeah, you got a volume up and a volume down, and to the left and the right is the rewind and fast forward buttons. So they're, it's they're, just that sometimes you know they they will turn themselves down all the way for whatever reason. That's why I wondered. I, I'll try that again, but I'm thinking and try tapping it several times rather than just holding it down because I've had that work sometimes when the other doesn't. But, At least on the dot. Yeah, I've. I've have you ever seen one where the volume goes all the way down? And you yeah, I've had I've had that happen once in a while. We've had I, that happen. Yeah, I'm not sure why, but it doesn't. <laughs> so maybe there is hope. I, but it was in a new package, a new box, and new everything. So, and one other observation I'm going to make: traveling yesterday, I started out in Indianapolis. I got to the airport at 4.30 in the morning. I boarded the plane at 6, went to Baltimore, had to wait there an hour. Then the plane was delayed coming from Milwaukee. And then more delays, and I finally got to um, um, Fort Myers about an hour late. But it was a long, long ride. Used to be able to, you could just go bing nonstop from Indianapolis to Fort Myers. Not so much anymore. Everything seems like it goes through Baltimore. Everybody wears a mask, and the plane was probably about 
one third full. So that's just my small observations from Florida. And the only hiccup, and I'm going to solve the problem today, I got groceries and everything. All our toothpaste was gone when I got here. So we we can't have that particular problem. So we will we will deal with the toothpaste problem. And means now, another was word. was there toothpaste there when you left? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and toilet paper. And I found the toilet. I found that box. <laughs> so there was some in that, but the toilet paper had taken a hit, and everything else is the. The guests did beautifully, but no toothpaste, or at least that I can find so far, and I've been everywhere. So, there we go. (laughs) But other than that, they were perfect guests. So, toothpaste can be easily had, I think. Yeah. I think most uh, drugstores sell it. <laughs> Supermarkets yeah. have it. Oh, who knows? It may be one of those hard-to-find items right now. You never can tell. Some weird stuff happens. You know, it could be some baking soda and water or something. Yeah. Will? Yeah. No, it's probably out there. It's probably out there. There's a dollar store. There's some place you can get toothpaste. But it, uh, I, I will tell you, and it's only going to get worse at the airports, I'm afraid. Um American is, I believe, going to lay off 25,000 people, did I hear correctly, come October 1st, because the funding. I heard something about Delta with 18,000, too. So So, this problem is only going to get worse for a while. But, uh, hey, we did it. We did it, and we are here, and we'll see if we can't get the air conditioner all good and fixed. Let's see. We got any more? Let's see. Da, 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 da. Well, you haven't asked for. You haven't called Tim, and you haven't called uh, Jenny. And Jenny. Oh, we better get Jenny because she won't send Jackie up to do her magic on the computer if I don't. Oh well, worst comes to worst, I can do it. Oh, I've done it before. But anyway. It was sure hot here yesterday, even last night it was like Florida. There wasn't a breeze stirring at almost midnight when I went outside. But I'm here this morning. I have bills to do. I'm doing a printing a certificate for a lady in a church that wanted to give it to someone. That's an an unusual request, but she sent me the this nice pretty paper that she wants to put it on it. Mm, good stuff. Help you get all that done. Who knows? You may be on the computer rescue project today, but hopefully, hopefully I can, I can. And and I'm not going to be there to take over. So, oh, uh oh. So no, no Tim show today. No Tim show. You must be going to go have fun. No, no actually, not that fun. I've got a meeting that I have to go to, a Zoom meeting, actually. Yeah, I thought maybe my... you were going to get to go to a casino or do something fun. Nah, although they are open here, but but they have social distancing and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, I haven't uh, haven't gone 
out much at all, actually. I've done some walking around the neighborhood <laughs> and stuff like that, but... So is that why the pl- the police would call for a prowler in the in your area, Tim? Was that yeah, no? Never. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Let's anyway, uh, it's yeah. Okay. I was going to say it's um, it's hot here. We're supposed to get up to ninety four, and uh, supposed to have a humidity or what? What do they call a temperature humidity index of like a hundred and five or so, and. Uh, and uh, we got down to 78 last night for our low. It's <laughs> warm so, for you guys. Thank goodness we have air conditioning at least. <laughs> Bring that up to the northeast, Tim. That's what I'm saying. Well, we're supposed to be cooling off down to, I mean, so like we'll get highs in the mid-70s. And that's my kind of weather. That's what I like. Well, until we get everything fixed on the legend today, and it shouldn't take long, we will be playing the best of the 50s, 60s, and stuff you really don't want to hear. But we'll get it fixed. We'll get our everything back up to snuff. I don't know what happened to said computer, so we will fix it. Let's see. Have we called on... Uh, I think I've got everybody. I think you did. You want Abby to talk? Yeah, you oh, want yeah. To talk, let me let Abby if you can unmute yourself because you wanted to talk about the Libre. I think uh, if I remember correctly. So let's see if you can get unmuted, Abby. We'll see if we can get her going. Yeah, I just I just asked her to unmute. So and maybe she fell asleep. Maybe. I, I heard it ask her to unmute, so she must be unmuted. Abby, can you can, can you hear us? Abby? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, yes, um, I had muted my headset, and um, but first I need to say thank you for uh, the great program and allowing me to be a part of it. Um, but I want to. I listened to last week's program, and I don't want to have a major discussion or anything. I just want to make a statement, and that is that I have seen many, many sighted moochers, period. Many. So, uh, but for me, the weather is hot in Greensburg, and I have started using LibreLink um, with my phone, and it's concerned me because i i've seen numbers that i don't like so it's like okay i gotta figure out what to do to fix it but we were talking before the show about apps that you can use with LibreLink, and i'm sure um as dave had stated uh you go into the menu in the actual LibreLink app and there is a button for share and within the share app uh, section, I found that it says connect to uh, LibreView and Lingra, excuse me, Libra LinkUp. And the way LibreView works is you have to have a code from your care provider, and that will give them the access to view your scans. 
And if you use Libra link up, so for example, I could send Michael an invitation to be a part of my Libra, Libra link up team. And all I have to have is his email address, and then he has to download and sign up to Libra link up with that uh, email address. And then he will have an invitation and he it says accept or reject or, or deny or accept or reject or accept, I think is what the options were when I did it because um, I set it up with another uh, device just to see how it worked. And it's very accessible. It shows you, um, I'm sure for sighted people, it shows them a uh, graph. But it actually, when you swipe across, it does read all of the measurement readings. And um, it's awesome. So thank you, Bill, and my sister, Teresa, for telling me about LibreLink. Well, I'm, I got a call last night from one of our <clears throat> classmates or one of our ISB alumnus, and her name is Dina Polston. And she said, Bill, I want to call and thank you because my doctor and I say this Libra link has saved my life. She was hovering around 11.3 and has gotten it down to a 7. So Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you, she said it saved my life. So um, that makes a difference. I've also got some documentation I can share with the... I saved it from LibraLink, which gives you full instructions on what to do of, of those two. The thing to mention is that they relax the qualifications to get the LibraLink. Uh, so if you maybe have asked for it before and your insurance company didn't provide it, there's people now that can get it that could not in the past. Correct. Now, you can get it through, Mike, could you get it through your United Health Insurance? or I haven't checked, but, you know, Abby was able to get it, and she's certainly not, has not been, well, I guess she has, she's actually been prescribed insulin, so maybe that's not a good example, but my understanding. Uh, no, I'm not insulin dependent. Right. I am only um, medication dependent, but I have Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yeah, Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield Medi Dual so, is the plan that I have. So, it, and it provided it. Yeah. It provided it with um, no charge. Yeah, my to insurance me. agent told me that a lot of times they won't endorse or approve a technology at least during its first year. And of course, it was late 2018 before it even became accessible. So they wait a little while just to make sure and look for alternate technology. So I just wanted to mention that to people. And I can just mention briefly, I won't go into all the details, but my son was in town last week from Phoenix, and he bought something called an Aura Ring, O-U-R-A, and it has three sensors on the inside of it. And what it does is it records a lot of different data about your body. Now, I don't see anything for blood sugar. Keep in mind it's a ring, but it can monitor... Not just monitor your pulse, but like look at it does a lot of sleep data, so you can tell like how low your pulse goes or how high it goes, or you can tell if you're exercising, you can see it in real time what it's doing to your body. It has a lot of cool stuff it's not cheap, 
So it's probably really for someone who's really wants to have some advanced health monitoring. But it was two hundred ninety nine dollars, and we did we did look at the app in VoiceOver, and pretty much everything read. There was a few things that kind of did like the Walmart app does, where you know it, it shows two options and then those values, and that's because the values are underneath and it's reading left to right, top to bottom. But uh, mostly accessible, and of course the website is all kinds of data you would want. So, and that's that. That's a good thing, too. And of course, it lasts for a week since it's a dedicated device and doesn't have to do nothing else but be a, you know, for recharging. So. Well, those, those things are important. I think we need to start with A, good accessible scales, B, a good thing to read your blood pressure and be able to monitor that in your other vital things because the more and more these um, uh, televisits and those types of things, the doctors are going to need this information. So you're going to need to be able to provide them. And then with our A1C and, and all of those readings, you know, we really, really need to be as prepared as possible as we possibly well, one other can. Thing. Uh, the new Fitbit has a lot more information about tracking sleep and heart rate and such. So, and it, so if you want a more economical option, I, I don't know. I haven't played with one to see if all of those values read, you know, on a on a phone app. I know a lot of people do use Fitbits, but that could be a much more, you know, like thirty dollars, a little bit more for a more economical way to read some of your vitals. True, true, true. Um, let's see. Do we have any other hands? We have raised? one hand raised from, from Jerry out in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Okay, get, get prepared. Go ahead, Go ahead. Can you un- unmute yourself, Jerry? It's star six on your phone. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, good morning, everybody. Hey, I have uh, two things. Hey, I miss uh, the teacher in the 570 area code. Has she been busy? Maybe you guys don't know. Secondly... Are there any uh, talking continuous glucose monitors that don't have to be uh, connected to an iPhone or anything? Uh, The answer to both questions is no, no, no. Uh, I'm not sure about the 570. Okay. um, As far as glucose monitors... Well, yeah, there is the the prodigy the prodigy voice. They they still make that one, right? But you have to stick your finger. Right, it's not yeah. continuous. Right, right. right. Uh, they haven't came out with that yet, and I know there's a divide here, Jerry. This concerns me that people who can't use a phone uh, often lose out on that, and. It's 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 a sad thing, but they're really missing okay. out. Okay. So there isn't anything wrong now, anyway. Right, right this minute, the answer is no, 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 no. <laughs> That's the easiest okay. way I could say it. Yes. And hopefully okay. that'll change in the and future, Jerry. That that will eventually change or you know maybe somebody's going to come out someday with the iPhone maybe with a very very simple type 
keyboard or something you can put in your hand and you'll be able to um, do something like that. I don't know. But something, you know, there there is a divide there and we've, we've talked about it and we've talked about it. And but again, that's where advocacy has to come into play with right. organizations or people uniting as a group to let them know that there's a demand for standalone devices because it doesn't right. cost a lot to put a chip in there to read what's already there in right. the digital light. So I, I think that got things going, Jeff. All right, let's start with the. Well, I'm going to ask you to unmute, Joe. Please hit star six on your phone, please, and un, so you can unmute yourself. Oh, hi. Good morning. Okay, quite a process here. Joe here at Albuquerque. It's a little bit cooler here, 64 degrees. Talking about cloudy skies this afternoon and 93. Anyway, I want to tell you we have Apple Music on our iPhone, and without any apples, but it is so cool, all the different kinds of music and all the radio stations, and it does play the legend. And I got that idea from you, Jeff, when I saw that that you had a, a music app and you could also pick up all those radio stations. Oh my word! It is it is it is my dream iPhone. And when iPhone came out years ago, I thought, "Wow, this is what I want to do." Mostly with an iPhone, listen to radio stations and and radio programs, phone calls. Who wants to make a phone call on an iPhone? No. Anyway, people get, what? That's what it's for. This is what Alexander Graham Bell and Watson and all those guys spent hours and months and years perfecting. <laughs> anyway, just a little fun here. But anyway, Apple Music with all the music and all those radio stations, it is, it is. I know you can do other things with iPhones, which I will definitely get get onto. But right now, I'm into my dream iPhone. So anyway, thank you very much. Very good, Joe. Um, hard to imagine that's all you want to use a um, iPhone for. However, everybody has their likes and their dislikes, especially with all the the speakers and. All of the stuff. And question for you guys, do, uh, and, and we'll get to the calls here. If this tap does not work and I have to send it back and maybe I'll get my money back and maybe I won't, um, is there a – there may not be an equivalent to the tap, but is there another third-party device out there that might work? So I'll let you guys think about that while Jeff answers the next call. All right, Alan, you're next, can you, and you are unmuted, so go yes, ahead. Yes, I please. am. Hello. Uh, I was wondering regarding the LibreLink, is it easy to set up with the iPhone or Android? Is it available for it? The answer is yes. And I can't speak for Android, but I would imagine um, since... But I would imagine. Um, has anybody else checked into the Android? For no, uh, it it is pretty easy to use to set up the uh, LibreLink with the with the iPhone because it's 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 more or less you download the app and uh, 
install it, and it'll ask you, you know, to set your um, grams and all that kind of stuff. And it, it's it's really self-explanatory because it, it tells you step by step exactly what to do, and it works pretty well. I will uh, my next question is: Are you gonna have to get a different sensor for the Libre Link as well? Um, well, it used to the same Libre uh, sensors. Oh well. Um, they sell the 14-day sensor. They sell the 14-day sensor. So, um, and you'll get that, uh, you know, your drugstore or whatever. But you don't need. We had this question yesterday. Do you need to buy a separate meter? No, you do not. Oh, good. So, no, you do not. And I'm going to double check that Android for you um, answer. So, stay tuned for that one. But I don't believe there's any problem with Android uh, with that. But I will get you an answer because I dabble around with Android, but I'm not a true-blown Android user. But there's a lot intriguing and a lot I don't understand, but there's a lot of good about Android, too. So... I will. Some things are actually more accessible in Android, depending on what it is. Right. So the uh, VPN app that that they demonstrated that uh, old Jonathan Mosen demonstrated is actually a little more accessible with Android than it is iOS. So, so there, there's some good things about Android. So, uh, but that's why I'm going to answer that one for you, Alan. I'm going to go. Oh, thank you very much. That out. And what skill set do you have to have? Uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead what skill set do you have to have regarding iPhone to be able to use uh, these applications, the Libre app? I would say very little. Okay. Uh, to be totally honest with you, you just hit a button, a button, and it asks you know tells you to put your phone near the the sensor, and that's about all there is to it. Now, it might take a little bit if you want to go diving around in the uh, app and looking for this and your reports, but Abby gave away that you can have that emailed to another device or to you, so there's lots of ways that it can be read. So the answer to your question is very minimal skill. Wasn't probably for some people the bigger challenge trying to initially figure out how to uh, properly affix it to your arm. Right. That was my big challenge, and Dave Rieker talked me off the cliff on that one. And now, and Abby learned hers in just a few minutes, but um, but no. Alan, I would say that's the hardest part, but very minimal skill. I am excited because all this technology is coming out with all the telemarketing, all the telehealth and everything like this. This is one way we will have, you know, in order to communicate with our doctors. Well, I will tell you, it, it, it saved me. Very good, Alan. We got anyone else, Jeff? Yeah, we got some more hands here. Okay. We got Bill in Chicago. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Uh, hit star six to unmute okay. yourself on your phone. There you I'm go. There. You're there. Okay. Yeah, uh, I got the same weather Tim's having. 
supposed to be in the, supposed to be in the high 90s. We're supposed to be in the record today of 98 degrees or 99, which will set an all-time record. But anyway, uh, real quick, you're talking about the Libra stuff and that. Bill, you know the Fillmore box is down? Yes. Okay, I didn't know but if that's you knew it or not. Because I, I was going to listen to last week's All Things Radio on Friday, and it said it wasn't mm-hmm. just that all circuits are busy, and then I dialed the number and put the 3,000 number in it. And the guy come on and said his equipment broke down as soon as he gets it fixed to way back up. Yeah, but to me, I'm going to go off on this just a second. You pay a monthly fee, and it's been over two weeks since that stuff has been down. Now, oh, has it been that long? Yes. Okay, I didn't know. They should be uh, adjusting to the people that pay for that. Any other kind of business, you do that kind of nonsense, um, people don't put up with it. This is the second yeah, time it's been down like wait, this. Yeah. It, yeah, he said, wait until, because I just happened to, it was Friday, uh, it was Friday night about 10.30, I happened to be, well, I was laying in bed, and I said, oh, let me let me catch last night's All Things Radio, because I think somebody mentioned about some show they played, maybe the week before, I don't know how long it's been, but then, anyways, I was going to listen to it, and it kept saying, yeah. all circuits are busy, and I said, man, that many people trying to listen to this, Three, the 306 number and no. then I said, kept trying so I tried another Fillmore number I knew and it did the same thing then I said well let me try 3000 and that's when the guy come on and said what what was wrong you know and I didn't know if you no, know but, yeah no. well let Gordon know how you feel Bill that's all I can say <laughs> okay well maybe I'll put a, maybe I'll put a voicemail on there then because it said if you want to leave a voicemail put a voicemail we always yeah, put I, something on there his name is and, and also on the, on the airline thing Bill it's going to get worse because I know they've cut out, what was it, American Airlines the other day I heard, cut out something like 32 small cities. I know Springfield, Illinois, is no, no more service. Uh, a lot of places are not going to get air service anymore because travel is down, the uh, travel business is down, they say, and it's just, you know, they're, just, they're cutting all that stuff out. They say it's going so to be, gonna be, it's, it's going to take two to, two to three years before it gets back to some sort of normality, Bill. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be like it was back in the in the fifties and sixties, or even that when they when they only flew from L.A. To, to Chicago and Chicago to New York, and maybe to a couple cities in Florida, the major ones. It's going to be like it was back then, because you know you didn't have you didn't have small airports back in those days. I know because I had aunts and uncle lived in California and Texas, and that and they had to somewhere I know from Texas he had to he had to fly to. After what was somewhere, and then he then he came back into uh, Chicago. So. Yeah, it's 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 going to be bad, and this rescue money is their time has going to end on September the thirtieth. And the other the ways that you're going to notice the effect, or I would, you know, we depend upon help sometimes at the airport to help us get all the way across. Those right. people's hours are being cut, cut, cut. So there may mm-hmm. not be, a, if you do get a flight, you may not get the help you need. So it's right. it's it's not a good, mm-hmm. it's well, not a good thing, situation. The thing I look at, of course, the one thing I look at, all this rescue money and this stimulus money and this that special unemployment they did, 600 a week and all that stuff, who do you think is going to pay that back? Well, I mean, I don't think here is the place to be sitting here talking about the politics. No, no, right? I'm just saying that, that that's who's going to pay this Okay, back, but, but you know? we've, we've heard this from you 
for the last three weeks already. So but I mean, it's, we, it's we time know, to end it. Right. But it's, you know, what it is and um, somebody will have to pay for it. And you know who that is. So anyway, but otherwise you're doing all right, Bill. Oh, yeah, I'm doing okay. You know, no, no problem here. Supposed to be going out to my grandson tomorrow afternoon. He's having a big garage sale Saturday. We're not going to garage sale, but my son-in-law wants my daughter to come out and look over the stuff and make sure there's nothing there he shouldn't be selling because uh, she had some stuff out there for a while and he might be still there and he didn't want to sell her stuff. So we're going to go out there and probably try to do dinner somewhere. I don't know if we'll probably just bring it in probably. I don't think because they're, they're in Will County, in Kankakee County. Uh, they went over eight point something, whatever the number is, uh, according to the governor. And they've now uh, closed all inside dining, only outside dining or takeout. And you have to be so many feet away and you have to be masked. You have to be masked even to give your order to the, to the uh, waiter or waitress. And they can only, they have to close down at 11 o'clock in every evening, bars and everything, they're closed, casinos, until they get their numbers back down. And then there's another county way down there, St. Louis, is they get ready to clamp down on that one. Well, I think so. we're all in for a difficult patch. And oh, yeah. Unfortunately, speaking you know, of difficult, go ahead, Mike. I said we should talk or give some thought to. Uh, those of our listeners that may be in uh, Texas, Louisiana, and having to deal with, with the hurricane, right? Coming in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're getting you know mild for us up here. We're going to get rain today and Friday. I think we're going to get rain from it. But think of the people in that immediate area and what they may be doing. Uh, what did I hear, Mike? That said that the hurricane is uh, Laura. Is it Laura? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Laura, yeah. Yep. It's going to be. A, it wasn't supposed to be this way, but it's. Uh, been predicted now that it will be a category four storm this time i'm not sure but that's what i heard this morning on the radio so yeah so that's, that's what i too so all yeah. right we've got some hands still raised bill we have uh let me just tell you who we have we have pamela francis marianne and uh, gail and okay. gail okay well let's let's get him go ahead pam okay pam can you unmute yourself please and gail you'll be next and then uh, marianne will be next i'm sorry I'm sorry, Marianne and then Gail. Sorry. Okay, Jeff, I just have an airport question. Uh, Yesterday, uh, my daughter paid for the ticket for my son to come here from Florida. Now, uh, we were not able to add in the baggage charges, you know, for the check bags. On that on on that in uh, on that airline ticket, can he pay for that at the airport? How does that work? Well, it would depend upon the airline, of course, but I'm sure they'll have a provision, something there that he can pay at the airport. Now, probably depending upon what airline you chose, he may be paying more because we ran into that when we used one of those cheaper airlines at the airport where they charged We, we did more. United. Um, my, my daughter was able to get it through a Priceline and got a, a flight on United. Now, also, I'm just curious, since she got the, uh, the confirmation numbers and all that, can we, since we didn't do it directly through them, we did it through a Priceline, 
can we call United and and put the put the baggage charge on on that ticket I, uh, directly? I would. That's a question you would have to ask United. I would imagine you could, but that's something they'll probably know. charge you for talking to them. Because when we tried to get one of those travelocity or one of them, because we had trouble with one of the airlines putting our baggage on there and we called the number they charged just extra for talking to somebody. Yeah, it's charged $25 just to talk to somebody. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, but, you, but if you call the airline directly, I'm not saying that they're not going to charge you to do that, but you, 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 I think you should call the airline directly or go have your daughter or yourself go to the web first and do the research on the web if you can, if, if you, if you can put well, that question. Well, she tried to add it when we bought the ticket and it wouldn't let her. Well, don't they all? Don't they charge also by say they don't they charge by, by the package by weight as well sometimes? And maybe they may not be able to add it on because they don't know what the package is or how much it weighs or how big it is. That's right, one. Right, right, right. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I would think they would tack on those charges. You know, if she's going to the actual counter and you know registering the the luggage, the baggage, they would do it that way. But right, but they're going to charge you more. Airline. They're going to charge you more, Mike, when you come up there the day because we wanted to buy some extra because we didn't have room. And they really, they put the sock to it. So that's one reason I flew Southwest is because there's not an extra baggage charge. What you, you know what you're going to pay. So. And that's the game of using third party services. Yeah. And, you know, I get it from Priceline and some cheap air and and all of these things. And, you know, I... Yeah, Priceline wouldn't let us add it. So, you know, it depends upon how much luggage he's bringing, too. Most people... It's are, just going to be one suitcase. He's not, you know, he's just going to be here from Friday... One of those we added with the pre-registration thing, remember? Was that the one we did with Travelocity or one of those? Yeah, and then one of them, then they, they, they try you these cheap seats, but then they come back around and they'll say, well, now you need to buy your seat. If you don't buy your seat, you're going to sit maybe in the back. You'll sit wherever. Then you've got to pay for you. You'll pay for your seat. So, yeah. Just, I, I think Jeff is right. Check with the airline and do some online. Um, or try to figure out how to travel light. I mean, I'm right. Light, what you light on that plane, and if you can carry the bag on, but they give you such a small bag with some of these, Mike, that it's it's very difficult to do. Well, they still don't have the 21 inch. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fit under under the seat. Right. Yeah, but it has to be so big that if it, if it's too big to fit under the seat, they'll make you put it underneath. Though that's the problem, Mike. Now, yesterday. Well, they charge you for the to, to put things in the overhead now, don't they? They can. And now, yesterday, I took mine. I took my suitcase with me from. It didn't leave my hand from the time I left till I got here. And the only time it was left was in the overhead rack. I told him I did not want to do baggage. So there you go. That's. 
one of the things because it's just one more step in the equation. I just had one suitcase, and that's all I wanted to take. And I guess that's the point, right, that I was making is try to downsize. I think what you absolutely have to have is all kinds of things you can do, like even rolling your clothes. You'd be amazed at things you could do to compress the size yeah. that things take up. And that way you have it with you. I like to do that just so I don't have to go mess and try to find something on the baggage. Oh, I, I've did, that's generally the way I travel. I, I try and roll things and, and put things in a small enough space. I've, I've done my share of that kind of stuff. And I'm, I don't yeah. know what kind of luggage he plans to bring with him. But I do know that, that chances are he's going to have to check it be, only because he's, he's going to be here. We've got wedding things to deal with as well as his own clothes. Right. Well, like I said, cheaper on the airlines is not always better. (laughs) I guess that's the bottom line. One thing we did so that we didn't have to take extra luggage, of course, we were going to be there about 10 days. We actually found it was a little cheaper just to ship a box to where we were going. That makes sense if you can do it. Yeah, you that. could actually, if he was staying at a hotel, I don't know where he's staying. When, when, he's he staying at my house. Okay. What if he, I mean, I've heard of that, Chris. I've heard of people actually shipping their stuff, shipping their stuff via UPS to someone's house before they fly uh, or to a hotel room to a hotel before they fly. And this way they don't have to, they don't have to carry as much baggage. And so. I shipped things that we knew we were going to use up while we were there, like a bunch of little stuff. And so then we didn't have all that stuff to bring back, and I just shipped it to the first place we were going to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I thank you for your input, and, and yeah. Good luck. Let us know how it comes out. I certainly will. Thanks, Bill. All right. We got Gail, right? All right. Thanks, Pam. Marianne, can you please unmute yourself? You're next on the list. Oh, Marianne? Okay. And hopefully she can... There you go, Mary. I can unmute, and I did, and good morning to everybody. It's about 70 degrees, going up to 92 or 3. We're supposed to be getting some thunderstorms and the like today. Uh, The world uh, around Colorado is still kind of a smoky place because of the uh, wildfires and such. So there's that to deal with. Um, I can give a little information for Pam on on that kind of travel thing yes definitely uh, hotels and places definitely do there is a company called luggage express which actually does uh ship suitcases back and forth and so on and so forth as a specialty sort of feature but certainly also ups and the like and since she bought her tickets through priceline no priceline cannot sell uh, luggage because every airline has separate luggage fees and so on and so forth. But along with the price line confirmation, there will be a regular uh, United Airlines confirmation. And if her daughter goes on to united.com with the United confirmation, she can buy a uh, she can buy on United. She'll be able to buy the baggage pay the baggage fee if he's going to actually need to check a a piece of luggage 
she can do that on United. I've seen many, many people and helped people buy their uh, buy their baggage on United. It does cost more if you call them, but it's just the full the regular baggage fee if she pays it on the United site. I also want to say congratulations to Mike on getting those first five pounds gone. It's it's always a good Kickstarter to lose those first few and check on your foot as well and see how that's all going. And uh, for those who are keeping track of things with me, um, I did get my job. What do you start? I start on September 14th on, and... Uh, they say with it starts out at just under 20 an hour and but somewhere between the first 6 months and the first year it goes up to like 2150 when you actually become uh more than probably what would be considered a trainee so will you start up uh, will they start you off probationary and then when you pass your probation you can become permanent yep. is that how that works and yeah. you are working for well, the congratulations state. that's great Marianne. Once you get your job and get established, then you can, then you can buy us all dinner, right? Well, there you go. Oh, and I got my Sonos programmed and all such things. And the legend is in my favorites because it is listed uh, as one of the things you can add in Sonos. So I did. And my living room now sounds like a movie theater when I want it to. I had to go buy a, a little smart TV to make the Sonos bar happy because I was specific about the sound that I wanted. So I uh, so I spent a hundred bucks and bought me uh, my first smart TV, which was with uh, it was um, a Best Buy Insignia uh, with Amazon Fire TV, and it was very gratifying to actually plug in some TV, mount it on the wall, and I could push the two button combination, and immediately things started coming up and talking to me. You'll like it. I've, I've had the Toshiba Fire TV, which is made by the same company. And oh, yeah. Li- you'll like it, Marianne. You'll, I can and guarantee I have, you. And, I, and it was gratifying to actually be able to set all of the TV menus and so on and set it to immediately send all the audio to the sound bar. And it sits that way now. And, uh, you know, when I've needed a couple of information things, I've called Amazon. And, I've, you know, of course, now she's going to talk to me. Um but um, it, it's it's definitely an adventure into great sound and great features, and I've been enjoying a whole lot of that stuff. Be aware that your Sonos product will continue. up. They do update it. I just got an update this morning for my Sonos Play 5s. So um, every so often you'll, you'll be told that Sonos needs to update, and don't unplug it. While the update is going on, so that's just- oh no, I I I'm uh, it. All of my things are permanently plugged in. They're they're in their own special little places, and we mounted brackets on the walls on Saturday for my three different speakers and my TV and all kinds of other stuff. And it was just you know, it's been it's been fun exploring the home theater kind of piece again because i haven't had surround sound in about i'd say 13 or 14 years so i am very much in heaven very good thank you marianne you'll love it you'll love it great and uh, yeah, for, did you go, go 
I was going to say I'm I'm going to have to go here because we have a, that meeting Zoom coming meeting. up. Well, good luck, and maybe by the time you get back, the legend will be up to full capacity. Tim. <laughs> All right, and uh, and uh, just so people know, no no Tim show today, but I'll be back tomorrow and for two shows. So anyway, everyone let's hope it's a productive a meeting, Tim. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Thank you. See you guys later. All right. All right. We still have two hands. I don't know. If she lowered her hand, but I don't know. Gail, if you can, un- if you can uh, unmute yourself. And I know you lowered your hand, but if you're still there, I know. Would you like to say something? If you can unmute yourself. Well, we'll give her a second. I'll see. I, I... Go ahead, Gail. Uh, I just got. I think I told you this before, but I went to get my hair cut. A while ago, after how many months of looking like um, a shaggy dog, <laughs> and the only thing is when they when they uh, cut my hair every so often, I had to take my mask off my ears so they could get around in there to, to cut my hair. It worked out very well. I think I've got a beautiful haircut, and after how many months of feeling like cousin it or shaggy dog or something it's nice not to have all that hair and as far as flying i haven't done flying i haven't been on a plane in a few years so i don't know all of this stuff and i don't know when i'll be flying but i just wanted to let you know that well Well, thank you very much gail very good that you got to get your hair cut and that's good very and we have one more hand raised from Bill again. Uh, okay. Uh, Bill. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, during the conversation, practically everything answered, I was going to mention some of the stuff that Marianne said about going to the direct website and also about shipping your suitcase. I know people do that, ship the stuff ahead of time. But one thing, I got a, a friend of mine that flies all the time on business, and He's got the point to where he'll wear a couple, two, three sets of clothes at one time. That saves his packing. If he's going to go somewhere, he knows he can, you know, get the stuff. He's going to be well, be dry cleaned or, or, or wash or whatever he wants, and he'll put on a couple pair of pants, maybe a couple shirts. Depends on the, you know, if, it's, if he can stand that type of clothing, but that way he can carry more stuff with him in a smaller bag, except he has to a lot of times go, well, nowadays people don't wear suits much to business. But back when he had to wear suits all the time, he said that was a little more. You couldn't wear two suits. But, you know, now oh everybody God. flies casual. You know, you, people get on the plane now, look like they get off the beach. <laughs> yeah. According to what he says, right? You know, they come on with shorts and thongs and everything else. You know, it's like, but anyways, he was saying, but that's what he does is one of the things. Then he ships a lot of his stuff ahead of time. He knows he's going to be there for a while. So Marianne answered most of the questions before I got on here, but that's one thing that he does. Yeah, that's taking it to the extreme, but I guess it Well, yeah, work. but I mean, it's been, you know, it depends on the individual. You know, right. that's individual preference, but I'm just saying that's one thing he does, does do, right? Yeah. Um, well, I'm thinking, Bill, about your um, question that you asked about what would be similar to the tap. I know it's bigger, but... Yeah, if you like the Sonos 
If you like living in the Sonos world, there's always the move because you can take it with you because it runs on a battery. Yeah, it does. It's at a much more and I think it has Lady A in it, if I'm not mistaken. And maybe... I think it has know. both, actually. Lady A and it will work with Google. Not, not at the same time, but I believe it does have both. Yeah. Now, the tap doesn't support all the Amazon features, right? Like, well, right. Well, well, it doesn't except for the calling, Mike. You right. Can't. You, you can't make phone calls with the tap, and you can't uh, do any of that stuff. But it does support like what I do with it, which is listen to radio stations. That's right. the only thing I really do with the tap. Right. That's. But there's no volume with this tap, and I can't figure out why. So when you push the button where it says push to talk, you know, in the back of the on the back there, it, it doesn't make a beeping noise. You don't no, hear any beeping noise. Not either. at all. Which you said he heard a pop sometimes. Yeah, I heard that. And when I went in to set it up, I got the confirmation it was online. But that's all I got. So we shall see. If if that one makes the grade, but fortunately, it has a guarantee. Well, I have to see how good the guarantee is. When I bought it through eBay, and this was a new one. I mean, it was. I had to get it from the paper, and you know. So we'll. Well, I know you got it from eBay. I mean, I'd, I never like to assume that someone intentionally sold something they knew was not functioning properly. But. Uh, wow! Yeah. That's. You can run into that. Okay, we got Marianne's hand. We have Marianne and we have Pamela Francis. I'll get to Marianne. Okay. Please unmute yourself, Marianne. And go ahead, Marianne. You're unmuted. I'm just back for a thought, um, and I've never used the tap or anything, but um, Amazon is really good for its disability customer service lines and. If it's a phone number or such that you don't have, let me know and I can send you. I specifically got them to send me uh, the disability answer desk information with their hours and phone numbers and and such, if that would be helpful. There's also a dedicated Alexa number. There is one of those as well. I don't even know what that one is, Chris. I, I know I've, I've known about it, but I don't know what it is. So. I have it. I don't have it down here with me, but I have it. Okay. I'll give them a call. I don't, I've never had much luck with them. On the microwave, it finally took me calling Ira. They had not a clue. But we'll see. But I got a bad feeling that something is not right here. But well, well you see. might you might check with Ira and just see if the um, orange light have comes them on. Take a peek at the lights. Yeah, that's true too. That's true. Well, if you call her, the specialized number for her, they're probably going to ask you that. So that's probably a good first step. Yeah, yeah, that is a good idea. Oh, speaking along those while you're on here, Marianne. We talked a little bit last week about Be My Eyes. Well, they're at it again, and they're really carving out a niche for themselves. If you're into a different type of laundry products like Tide and Gain and all of those different products, they now have on their specialized help 
all things laundry in or products from these companies. So you can also get some hardware help and other types of help. So there's there's something it's really really so I would urge the people that have an iPhone be sure to check out Be My Eyes because they are if you're into cosmetics and makeups and all that stuff they've got uh, for that also and they're they're definitely expanding and they're doing you know some very specialized kinds of help things which are really really quite good for for those kinds of things and uh, as a matter of fact i have to write a nice thank you letter and i let the folks at ira know that i need to write a thank you letter to them because i use the ira specialized help for certain things while i was looking for my job and so i have to write a nice little thank you letter to those guys now but you're right be my eyes is definitely putting out uh, they're carving their niche and they're and the main thing is we need to make sure as blind people that we are letting the rest of the blind world know about these kinds of things that are out there that they're that people aren't even realizing are available for them true 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 well thank you marianne let's see jeff who's next yes uh well we have two people well I want to ask, if you can wait a second, Doug. Pamela Francis had her hands up first here, and I want to get to her for one second. And then, go ahead, Pam. And then, you, then you're next, Doug. Not a problem. Um, Bill, If I've got the tap, and I don't know what's, with, what, what's going on with, with your volume, but if you, if you take that volume, that, that, there's, that thing has got a, a, a little dot in the center, and then you've got the volume up and volume down knob. Without that thing, if if the volume is up, or if there's any volume to it at all, it will beep at you. Right. Well, this is this is beepless. Oh man! I think you he's got some a, sort of defective unit tab. You've thing. got you've got an issue with your with, with man. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like you need to return that thing to somebody. All right. Um, well, get that try. Thanks, Pam. Doug, who has been listening to me on the Blind Hams Talk Group on his Amazon device, go ahead, Doug. <laughs> Good morning, folks. I know. I heard. I've heard. I heard that you've been talking to Steve Matsura, so I know you've been listening to us. Yeah, in and out. Um, I've uh, checked it out. Hey, Bill, your Echo Dot. I mean, tap. I think I know where the deal is. Um, this obviously is not a new device because I doubt that there's new ones stored away somewhere in a warehouse since they've been discontinued long enough. Um, But with, I've seen this with an echo tap and I've seen it with the first generation echo dots, the speaker quits working on them. And what you can do is on the back of the tap, there are two, plugs one's the plug to plug the device in to charge it and there's a headphone jack and i think the headphone jack is covered by um you know one of those protector things that you can move aside but if you plug 
a speaker into the headphone jack, you will hear audio and you'll be able to set it up that way. Now, if this is the problem, now once it's set up, when you unplug the speaker, sometimes the speaker of the tap comes back to life and then you don't have any more problems with it. Um, don't ask me why it happens, but I've seen it. And um, I know in another group, uh, another user had the same problem. And I suggested that she plug a speaker in. And sure enough, it worked for her. So you might want to give that a shot. So, Doug, is that right? Okay, there's the there's a power button. And then is that the button you're talking about in between the Bluetooth button and that button? Is that where you're talking about? It looks like a. It looks like you can plug a one-eighth inch jack into it. Yes, it's the one-eighth inch jack uh, thing. That's where you plug your speaker into. And I bet you that you'll hear audio if you do that. But I'm trying to think. The only thing that I've got that might work, might work as a pair of headsets. That would work. That would work? Yes. And we'll see if we can't can't get to whatever because I don't think there's much hope otherwise and if that that would work that would be something different then that would be one less one less problem yeah I, I tell you I've steered away from eBay because um, the last thing I bought from them was well not the last thing but I bought a Grundig Satellite 700 from them once and you know how good those radios can be yes well this one's was something was wrong with the fm and it would only get one station (laughs) it sounds like the 800 we bought (laughs) well the other thing happened to me once i bought something from ebay and and the guy was going to send it to me and instead of getting the 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 thing i wanted i I got a box full of paper and i got cheated i don't so i don't really like buying from ebay that happened to me about five years ago they offered me a money-back guarantee but of course if they're not reputable that guarantee isn't either so well a lot of companies if they do that um of course if it doesn't work you're out the money anyway so or it might be worth a try just sending it back and saying it doesn't work and you can give them a real negative rating, which they definitely aren't going to like. No. I'm, so, yeah, I'm going to have to try the headsets or something to see if I can't get this up to to snuff and see if it'll, it'll go. Because it just makes a little pop. And maybe that speaker and then we'll, we'll, we'll be back up to, to snuff. Then thank you, Doug. Yeah, I don't know if it'll work, but it doesn't hurt to try. I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of crazy with eBay because I had ordered some parts. I was fixing a microwave, and I ordered a part from them. And fortunately, it wasn't very expensive. But when I got it, it looked like somebody ripped it out, literally ripped it out of a microwave. <laughs> and when they ripped it out of the microwave, they broke the part in half. We've and went ahead some, and sent it that way. We've had some good luck, some bad luck. We couldn't get our money back on that one. They just flat refused. Fortunately, it was cheap. Yeah. Well, this is eBay is, uh, getting away from the whole bidding thing these days? It used to be where you would bid for stuff on eBay. Is, is, is you that still, still there? can. 
Because I don't see, I see, I see more people buying stuff on eBay, but they're not bidding. They're just, they're just, you know, buying stuff now. But if it's, you know, I took this out of the paper. I took it out of it. I, I don't know. Well, well there's also yeah. so many counterfeit products out there now. Yeah. Even Amazon's best attempts, things. And, and we'll talk about this some other time. But laptop batteries is one of the biggest scams going. Oh, laptop batteries. Well, try to find a laptop now because they're they're getting to be a little bit scarce. Because oh of, no, of, Jeff! Uh, when I went to the store the other day, there was a ton of laptops all over the place. So they're out there. They may not be the laptops you want, but there was a ton of them out there. But hey, some some good news for you, Bill, because I heard maybe a week ago on a podcast that while some things are in short supplies, two things that aren't because people are using less of them. Now that they're staying at home, include toothpaste and deodorant. So how comforting is that? Uh, do you think maybe I'll be able to get <laughs> is some? That, is that a hint for Bill? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, Mike? Never mind. I'm, no, I'm just saying that's an interesting observation that people are at home more and groom less. Well, Here's uh, another thing I found. I was I wanted to buy paper towels, the bounty paper towels. And the, I found it's cheaper for me to get them in my supermarket than to buy them on Amazon. On, on Amazon, they wanted 40 bucks for the supersized roll of uh, 15 or 16 paper towels or 20 that's a lot of money when I could get the same thing for $17 at the supermarket. Amazon yeah. does have a way. I'm not going to say have a way. They have a policy to charge more for things in either short supply or high demand. Yeah. I bought brawny straight from the brawny website because that was the kind I wanted, and I couldn't find them anywhere. So I went straight to their website, and I now buy them direct from them. Well, there you go. So will we tap or will we not tap? We will find out soon enough. That's we'll interesting. Taps. I didn't know the tap had a headphone jack. I thought that was it's kind of so the original tap didn't. Is it like a second generation? Or? I thought for sure it did, Mike, but I, I might be wrong. I might be remembering that. If I am remembering it incorrectly, then I don't have a suggestion for you. I was going to say, I thought that jack was for like an audio input or something like that. I wasn't sure because I've never used it. Yeah, like an auxiliary input or something? Oh, you know what? You might be right. You might be exactly right. Uh, You might be stuck if it really doesn't work. I don't know. I I I just remember being told by Joe Hodge, who is a very knowledgeable person and he told me they didn't have headphone jacks so i was surprised when you said that but no i'm glad i'm glad you said that mike because i because uh it it's been a while since i saw one so i, I obviously wasn't remembering it correctly <coughs> how else could you get audio out of it you can't because you can't pair it to bluetooth because you can't right i mean that's why i didn't buy it because i couldn't hook it into my board or sound system or anything yeah. yeah, you know, now that you say that, Mike, I remember thinking that same thing. Boy, I tell you, it's hell getting old. <laughs> well, we'll give it a good shot, but I got a feeling that that was not a good investment now. But, so if you wanted something like that, Doug, would you get a, um, a Sonos Move to replace it or the Bose or something smaller? I wouldn't get the Bose. I would get the Move probably. What about the Google Home Mini? It's 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 not as expensive. It's very small, and if all you need is to listen to music or listen to the you know whatever you want, that that's easily 
goes into a suitcase that easily is transports. Right, I have that. In my, I have that in my apartment. But they're not battery, though, are they? They're not battery. No, we they're not battery. That's, that's battery. the other problem with them. But we want something that's battery. We want. Okay, yeah, the Sonos Move does have does definitely support that. Yeah, we want we want something battery. So we we will see what we sh- shall see here. But I've got a feeling I'm out that it's not going to work. But well, possibly, and Doug. You might correct me if I'm wrong on this, but if that's an input jack, uh, somebody may have stuck something in there, and the thing may be. So by plugging something, uh, headphones or something into it, and then unplugging them might bring the speaker back. It could. That's what I thought, too. When you said that, I thought, well, maybe something was interrupting the the audio chain. So they have it covered with something or something inserted into the jack. Well, hey, give it a shot. Or just plug plug a jack in and unplug it. It might yeah. be a short. Decision. It already doesn't work, so what have you got, uh, what to, you got to lose? lose? <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got um, your speakers plugged into your computer. Um, so if you've got an eighth to eighth inch, why not just plug your computer into your uh, Amazon device and play audio from your computer and see if it comes out? That's yeah. another a way to test it. Yeah, that's true, too. Well, we'll give it a shot, but I was majorly disappointed that that did not work up to my specification. I'd like to ask um, a question. Uh, if you talk a little bit about it in the coffee club here, but so you've been recently playing. You bought a like a lightning to USB adapter. I'm curious what you've been able to do, like get audio into or out from your iPhone. Um. I'm still playing with that. I'm I'm going to hook it up to my mixer today via USB. But I will say this. If you're hoping to transfer audio to and from your mixer via FaceTime or your phone, apparently um, Apple doesn't let that happen. As you uh, said to me, Mike, I, I think that's... that's uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. But it, you'll like the mixer interface. That works really well. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to try today. In fact, I was going to do it after the coffee club. Just Oh, speaking of that, Doug, how does my, what's that? I keep forgetting the name of the device that we bought a couple of weeks ago. The, thing the cloud you, lifter. Yeah, the cloud lifter. How is that sounding this morning? Because that's what I'm using. Oh, well, it sounds, it's very quiet. So is there enough audio here? Yeah, um, check your mic equalizations. Um, let's see. Wait a minute. I, listen on, I need to listen to you live on the legend. <clears throat> I noticed your peas were popping. I didn't know if you had a different microphone. but I got the same microphone, but the cover fell off, so maybe that's why. That windscreen on it. That'll that do will it. do it. <clears throat> but but um, on your equalization on your microphone on the mixer, mm-hmm. four or five, one second. From the top, it's the fifth button down. That's your bass. Your mic's got a seems like it's got a lot of bass. Um, it's so a one. Check the bass setting. What about from the bottom? Or see one, two, three, four, one, five. Okay. Fourth from the bottom. Fourth. Yeah, <laughs> that's better. Either way, fourth from the bottom, fifth from the top. Either way. Yeah. Okay. Now, I've just turned that. Oh, bass. No, to the turn left. Turn it back. The, the other turn way. Turn it back Bill. the other way. 
until it clicks in the center. Yeah. Okay, I've got it in the center right now. There, that's better. Yeah. That's better. Okay. I've got it in the center right now. Oh, much better. Yeah. Okay. But at least I shouldn't have any noise like that, so we'll... I don't hear it in Zoom. No. No, I mean, remember when he first came down to Florida, you could hear all this hiss and stuff like that, Mike? I'm not hearing that at all. <clears throat> yeah. No, he's got a much cleaner, a little quieter thing in Naples there. And not yeah, getting... that's scary now. We can hear your real voice, Bill. Oh, my God, that is scary. <laughs> but what's even scarier is I hope that I fix the stream and everything last night. We've got a problem with the Legend machine back home again. I don't know why this, if this ice cast is not as reliable on the stream or what the problem is, but this will be the third day in a row I've had to intervene and do something with... You have remote capabilities to get into that machine? and I think so. So... We shall see. If not, I've got Jackie. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll we'll get that done. Thank you, Douglas. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Give me some suggestions. Gave me a few suggestions, so that helped. That helped big time. So, are we ready for your demo? Is there anybody else? No, everything's clear. We're, we're going to do some salad stuff today, right, guys? Yeah, that's right. We're going to do... Um, now they've, they've had... These things have been around. Are you guys not hearing me? What? I'm sorry? I don't know. I heard, some, I heard, I heard somebody, somebody saying something, but I'm not hearing them. Yeah, I said, am I not getting into the, the coffee club? No. Well, oh, uh, you're unmuted. I didn't. I, I, I keep unmuting him, and, and he keeps unmuting himself. So, um, you are listening to the coffee club. Yeah. Did you have something to say, Jr.? I just muted him again. Oh. Are you hearing me, Bill? Y'all yeah. hear you good. Oh, okay. Well, we have. <clears throat> this has been around for a little while, and. Um, but it's called a salad uh phone a salad spinner and of course it will explain it all uh, you know during the demo but it's pretty amazing it takes all the water out of the the uh, vegetables that you put in there and it works well the salad spinner well this has a different spin on things right here we go <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another exciting demo. We like to find things that um, uh, you can use and don't cost a whole lot of money if we can find things like that. And we did find something today that we're going to demo, and it is a salad spinner. And the way it works is you... There's a basket that goes into a five-quart bowl, which is about uh, ten, inches, ten in inches in diameter. 
and you know it's round it's about seven inches tall and about seven lid. inches high and then there is a basket that goes in to the bowl and then you put your salad into the bowl or your head of lettuce or into the basket or a head of lettuce or whatever in there and then you spin there's a you put the lid on and then you spin there's a crank on the top and you spin it and it uh, goes around and around and around and it, and it uh, takes all the water and stuff out of your lettuce because if you ever try to make a sandwich out of lettuce and it's got a lot of water in it, it might make your bread a little bit soggy and, you know or something and you don't want a whole lot of water in your salad I would I, I, I would think anyway so the first thing we'll do is let Chris give you the information about the product this is a five quart large salad spinner is what it calls itself it's it I got it from Amazon the brand is Ovos E I mean O V O S Ovos it says it's for fruits and vegetables quick dry design BPA free dries off and drains so you can use it anytime you wash fruits and vegetables my primary purpose for getting it was to help get the water out of a head of lettuce once you you know wash the head and uh, se- separate the leaves a little bit and what let water run down all through there and I know there's tons of ways to dry lettuce but I happen to like this way uh, the cost of this item is $29.95 it is a prime eligible item and like I said it's BPA free it says I've never done this but it says that you can also store once you wash your lettuce or your salad greens you can also store your uh, greens in there I'm, you would probably want to take and dump any excess water out of the bottom bowl but after that you can store them in there and they're supposed to keep fresher that way okay so there's a couple parts to this thing you have the lid and the lid um, well it comes assembled uh, when you get it but if you need to take it apart to wash it on the top the very top of the lid has uh, a lock two locks that you use when you put it down onto the bowl and then you lock it down so it doesn't come off when you go to spin it and then there is a crank on the top and uh, the crank has a knob on it a big knob, a big knob. Can you take a hold of the once you have your stuff is that you want to take the water off of like the lattice or whatever uh, you put your lid on lock it down and then you turn the crank and you turn it until you think the water goes out of the basket that you put in there and goes down into the bottom of the bowl so the water that you took out is going to be in the bottom of the bowl so first thing we're going to do I'm going to take this lid apart. I'm going to I'm going to flip the lid upside down. That's helpful, definitely helpful for cleaning. For cleaning, right? Because things could get stuck in those. Well, yeah. Down in there, especially if you're using mixed greens and not a head of lettuce. So right in the middle of the lid, if you have it turned upside down, there is a a plastic knob. 
and you're going to screw this knob off. Okay, I'm going to screw it off. Now, before I take it out, before I take this inside piece out, I'm going to look at it because there are tabs that go around uh, the edge of this of the inside piece. There's ten of them. So you want to make sure that when you when you go to put it back together, those tabs uh, are facing up and not down against the lid. If you put them down against the lid, it won't turn. So if you find that your crank won't turn, check check See, that. Put it in, in upside down. It won't spin when you go to crank it if you have it in upside down. We know. <clears throat> Excuse me. If so, have it apart. And I took the nut off and I lifted the inside piece out. It's almost as big as the outside of the lid itself. Maybe about a an inch shorter, uh, rounder. It's round, but about an inch shorter across than the outside of the lid. If that much. It, it fits down in there just like it was, well, it, it was made to fit. Uh, it's got tons of drainage. The basket has lots of drainage in it. So, <clears throat> when I go to put the lid back, uh, the uh, inside piece back on, there's a screw that's sticking up from the lid. Now, I still have the lid flipped upside down, and I can feel the threads of a screw sticking up. In the center. In the center. So, the first thing I'm going to do is make sure that I have the tabs that go around the edge of this new, this inside piece facing up, away from the lid, not down against the lid. So I got that. And then I'm going to take this little nut that I screwed off, the little knob, and I'm going to screw it back on to it just some tight. Don't want to force it. Yeah, because that stuff's plastic. And I, and I wanted to make sure that it spun, so I turned the lid right side up and spun it. Turned the, the knob, and it it spins, so I know I've got that on there right. Now, I have a basket. And I'm going to get rid of some noise here. Okay, we got rid of the noise. Dropbox noises. <laughs> So, all right, now I have the basket, because when you take it out of the box, you got the bowl with the lid already on it and a basket inside. But because I have it apart now, uh, I'm going to take the basket and I'm going to set it down inside the bowl. Now, in the center of the bowl, there is a little round that sticks up that goes into the bottom of the basket. That's what keeps it stable when it, it's turning. It sticks up maybe uh, a little more than a quarter of an inch and it comes to a point. Just set the, the black basket down in there and it's going to line up pretty much automatically. You just set the basket down in there and then you take the lid and you set it down onto the bowl and as I said, there's two locks, uh, one on each side. On uh, one, well, if I turn it around, I've got a lock on the front and a lock uh, away from me on the back. So what I'm going to do is fold the lock down so it goes. The, the bottom end of the lock goes underneath the lid, the rim, 
and then press down on the little uh, on the on the lock there's like a place you could put your finger and you push that down okay i did the one i'm going to cut up to the front and i'm going to put it underneath the rim and take my fingers in that finger place and push it down and when you, the lid. when you want to unlock it you just do that in reverse but make sure that your locks just get completely unlocked otherwise they get kind of stuck on the lid and the lid doesn't want to come off right so when you unlock it take a hold of one of these locks there's a little place you can put your finger between the lock and the lid and you can sort of flip it up and when you flip it up you pull it up from the bottom, which takes it away from the, the rim of the bowl, so it's unlocked. Then you, then you can take it off. You flip it up and toward the outside, but then you have to take your finger and kind of flip the outside up away from the bowl so that it will come off. Yeah, They're pretty good-sized locks. Yeah, and it's pretty much explanatory when you, when you look at these locks. Then when you want to lock it again, you take the lock and you pull it forward and put the bottom end underneath the rim and push it down so that it snaps. So, then the next thing you want to do, because we have everything put back together, so unlock it, and I'm going to let Chris explain what you do with it. Slide the bowl over here to Chris. I have a head of lettuce that I just washed. Just brought it over from the sink. I'm going to take the lid off. I'm going to put the lettuce in there, and it's pretty into the basket. Wet, yeah. Then I'm going to put the lid on. And I'm going to flip the locks. And then I'm going to give it a spin. I'm going to put my hand on the lid so that it, it, it does have a non-skid bottom. But I'm going to put my hand on it anyway. So now we're back over here to the sink. I'm going to flip the locks and take the lid off. And I'm going to take the basket out, which has the lettuce in it. And I'm going to dump the water out of, this, out of the pot, out of the bowl. And if you listen real close, we'll try to do it when she's not making noise, which may be never. You can probably hear it in a minute. Here it goes. Maybe you heard it. Anyway, there was probably about a tablespoon of water that came out of there. So, so anyway, um, we came in the living room to get away from her because she's making way too much noise. Um, to clean it, all you have to do is flip your locks to take the lid off. If you want to clean it really good, I probably will just rinse the lid because I just had a head of lettuce. But if you have things that might get stuck in there, you need to unscrew that nut and take the lid apart. It, it's very washable. It's all washable. 
and uh, just put it down in some water and wash the bowl and wash the basket and dry it and just put it back together and that's all there is to it and, and of course once it's dry then lock that lid back yeah, you on can lock so. the lid back on so it doesn't get misplaced <laughs> nothing like losing a lid <laughs> to a salad spinner because you really need it <laughs> but i like it i've i've never had one i just never bothered to uh, look at them or buy one or anything but i bought this back in july because we're eating a lot more salads and um, i like it and sometimes you might have to spin that a little bit, turn that crank. You know, you may have to do it once or more than once. And it'll go it'll go both ways. You can turn it whichever way you want. And if you give it a real good spin, it's kind of like the wheel on the Wheel, wheel of Fortune. It'll spin for a long time. Yeah, I will. <laughs> well, that's how it works. And, Chris, if you want to give the information about the product one more time. This was from Amazon. They have tons of salad spinners. They have all kinds. The one I chose was an Ovos, O-V-O-S. And I chose it because it seemed like a good one, and it was moderately priced. It's $29.95. It wasn't the cheapest one, but it was by far not the most expensive one either. So if you go to Amazon and you put salad spinner, in the search field and then do a find if you have jaws a jaws find or whatever whatever uh, screen reader you have and look for ovos o-v-o-s and there's also a link in the coffee club um, email that will go out after this coffee club that it'll take you right to the product and it is a fruit and vegetable quick dry design bpa free dry off and drain large five quart salad spinner and as i said it's 29.95 and i'm sure you can get a similar product tons of places i'm sure walmart Kohl's, all those places have them but this is the one i chose just because i could i i was looking one day and i thought while i'm here i think i'm going to look at salad spinners and so i did and of course ended up buying one but i like it i like it because i like blts and um i don't (laughs) want any water in my uh, blt because i like it on toast and i don't want wet toast oh come on now you're no fun yeah well (laughs) and the thing does a really nice job i definitely wouldn't complain that's for sure well that's how the unit works if you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he can't answer the questions, he'll get a hold of us, and we'll make sure that you get the answers you need. And as some of you have, you can also post a question to the coffee club, and one of us will answer it. Uh, if you have any comments or questions during this live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. Press pound as instructed. When you are asked for a user ID, enter
are 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. Press pound again as instructed. When you're asked for a user ID, press pound one more time and you will be in the room with us where you may make your comment or ask your question about this product. And we also would take suggestions for things to demo. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another another exciting demo. And you can listen to this demo, too, on the podcast, or it will be posted separately so you will be able to, if that's all you want to listen to, you can isolate it to that. And I see we've got a raised hand. It's Bill. But Bill, I mean, Dave... You didn't tell us how many bacon uh, and egg, lettuce, bacon, and tomato sandwiches you eat at once, did you? Well, I ate three of them. He ate three, yes. <laughs> so much for moderation, right, Dave? And they were big. <laughs> well, yeah, but that was all he had, and that was his main meal. So I mean, No, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just <laughs> – it sounds like me. And Bill has his hand raised, so you want me to – Yeah, get, go get ahead. Him? Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, real quick, uh, to add on to your demo, demo, Dave and Chris, I've had one of those for about 20 years, and mine, you can actually, it's got holes in the bottom on the outer rim, and it's got a little spot on top where you can sit on your, in your sink under the faucet and wash the stuff and then spin it dry, and all the water goes out down in the drain. It's also a washer. You can put, you can put your lettuce in there and put it under the faucet and let your faucet run water into it and it just washes your lettuce while you spin it and then you stop and you spin it dry or you can put vegetables in there or fruit or anything and just run the water over it and spin it the same way i don't know well, who it's by it, like i said i've had it for like 20 years i have it, no idea what it, brand it is no it's not a new concept it's just oh, I know something it's not a new concept, we, we had like, uh-huh. and so we didn't have we demoed everything else so we thought well, right well why i just not? i just i just thought i'd add that there there are probably ones out there that people want where you can get a wash the lettuce also or you can run water through it because i have one does it's the very same thing it works the same way except mine's got a hole in the top with like a was like a drain hole in the top you just sit on your cold water faucet and run water while you spin it and then when you get through you shut the water off and spin it dry but then the water goes down the drain. It, it comes out the bottom. It doesn't catch the water in the pot. It's got holes in the pot where the water runs out. So you got to make sure you get it in the pan More like a or in the sink, right? Right. Yeah, it's similar to the same thing, right? Except it just it just spins the same thing. This basket comes out in the whole thing. But that's just an added little add-on of ours that mine does, right? Okay. All right, thanks, Bill. That was, that was a good demo. I mean, yeah, I like, I like, I like dry lettuce on my sandwiches too, Chris and Dave. I mean, you know. yeah, it's better that way. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little soggy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I even like, I even like my lettuce uh, dried, even in a salad. I don't like, I don't like uh, where you just wash the lettuce and then throw it in a, and put it in a salad bowl. No, I want mine. I yeah, mean, I like I it dried and dry. crunchy. I right, right, right. I didn't, I didn't even know they had dried lettuce. <laughs> really? Well, <laughs> uh, okay, that's a, that's about it. I'll catch you guys later. Thank you. We have Ellen who raised her hand. Go ahead, Ellen. Yeah, I'm right here. Um, 
I just wanted to. I just wanted to say, Bill, when you came back on, you're you were quite distorted there, but it sounds like you might have adjusted it. But I just thought I'd let you know. But um, everything's going well around here. We're spending a nice day here. We got a conference or a poetry thing tonight. Um, so on Zoom. So eh, it's. It's going to be a quite nice day here at home. Well, that's good, and thank you for letting me know about the microphone. Yeah, no problem. Uh, anything, to ha- anything to help you out? Thank you. What are we going to say, Michael? Yeah, I just had a couple questions uh, for Chris. Now, one, I again, multitasking during the event. So does this alter the shape of the lettuce or vegetables? When it's finished, so it doesn't chop or anything. It no, no. Okay. And then the other, maybe explain the different types of lettuce, like uh, iceberg versus romaine. Iceberg has more water, right? Or I, Boston beer I'm or what? Not a good lettuce explainer. Um, I know there are different kinds. Iceberg usually comes in a head. Romaine comes in something they call hearts. They're long and skinny, usually. Uh, they're like, kind of bunches almost only they're kind of long and skinny you can also buy mixed greens you can buy salad in a bag stuff like that my preference is iceberg in a head i like icebergs but i always buy salad in the bag chris but the key to those to those bags of salad is to take them out of the bag as soon as you can and put them into a into a, I have a thing with a strainer at the bottom, and it, it, it drains all the moisture to the bottom of the of the container, um, and that's what I do with my salads. But I think QVC had a plastic bag that you could reseal. I, I saw in there a few weeks ago. They did. They're out of them now, but they did. What's that, Mike? There we go. Somebody said something, and then I see we just had Dick from Milwaukee join the meeting. I saw him. Let me find him. Dick, did you want to say something? Because you're unmuted. Go ahead, sir, if you want to say something. Oh, I didn't know I was unmuted. Sorry about that, guys. No, it's not your fault. No, it's not your fault. Well, Bill, I got a question for you, guy. Um, When are you getting your new air conditioning? And right now, does your old air conditioning kind of work sort of, kind of? Or are you just sweltering down there? No, no, no. It works kind of, sort of. But Uh, the problem is it's leaking what is called R34, and that's very expensive. So oh, yes. that that will be happening within the few days. Speaking of which, Dick, you won't know your old computer. Before I sent it back to the folks in Iowa, Don Lester, who won, we took out the hard drive on the original computer that you sent. And now we put in a new solid state and updated the computer Wow, is it faster? Oh, that's great. I, I hope they enjoy it too. Right, really it's do. been it's been re revitalized, so they'll get a lot more years of use out of it now because of the new drive. Ah, oh, that, that's good. Yeah, I, you know, because I it was time for a new one. We've had it for a while, so uh, right. that was my new one too. It's, uh, well, this <laughs> is one way you can make a computer last longer especially ones that use spinning drives. The old spinning drives is 
take them and make them into a solid state drive. And the advantage is you've got a new windows on there and it's clean and it's a lot faster. Oh, it's going to be a lot more serviceable I, for I really do. Yeah. You know, it's good we can give back and help people who don't have those kind of things. Because unfortunately, the, hey, listen, you've got no technology these days. If you don't, you're really going to be way behind. We know. We know, Dick. And I'm not that high tech either. I mean, you might, uh, you guys run circles around me with your iPhone, but, uh, um, you know, I to tell you what, I, I'm just, I, I love the computer, and I feel sorry for those folks who are still afraid of them. They won't touch them. It's a bummer. Okay, guys, um, uh, we will uh, talk to you down the road. Thank you, Dick. <clears throat> I don't know. I like my computer, but I got to. I, sometimes if that, I have to take a break from it. Do you find that, Mike? That you guys take a break from the technology occasionally? Yeah, sometimes you have to unplug. You just have to walk away from it. My son, when got me thinking about it, like. You know, on the weekend, he'll go camping, go up in the mountains, and just totally unplug and go back to nature. And I think it's important to do that, have a little time away. I can't go, well, I mean, just being around the house, I can't go that long because I just go back to it. But but I'm the type, if I've got company, other people, I'd rather converse with them and, and, and not play with the technology for a bit or, you know, get out and go see one, someone and just socialize with them. By the way, if you have a Fire TV, there were two updates that came down this week. I know the first update that came down a few days ago was an update so that you can change the size of the text on titles on your television set. It's experimental, but they implemented it. I don't know what the second one was, but I know it updated this morning, and I wasn't watching television. I had it turned off, and it said, voice, view, ready, screen, screen turned off. So that means an update came through. So I'm not sure what the update was for the second one. Well, turn it over to you, Bill. I'm going to lose Bill. Yeah, he's he's here, but he's not he's not right. muted. So I, I don't know what happened. Oh, to him, here, so. here we go. Here we there go. Here go. we go. My microphone switch got muted off. Um, what I was saying was, a lot of people are buying these new Sony televisions. I don't know what the advantage of them, but a lot of people are buying because they can use Talkback and the Sony. Uh, the Sony screen reader built in. So, well, one thing I like about my Sony is it has USB, so I can just plug in a keyboard. Does the Toshiba? The, the yes, it does. Yes, it does. I'm, I have a keyboard. Well, I have a dongle mic, and I plug that in, and if I, I use that keyboard on my television whenever I go to a website, if I have to use a website on there. Yeah, you most certainly can. They're just the apps because it's Android, so it helps to have a keyboard. Yeah. I even have an app on my phone called Fire TV Remote, and it actually mimics the remote that you have on the Fire TV, and you can do everything that you can do on the phone with the remote on, on using the telephone, and it works quite well. So it, it, it's doing, you know, it, it does pretty well. I think Jonathan's one that likes that Sony. No, he got rid of the Sony. He got rid of the Sony? Because it didn't, because when you... You wanted to use the, what's it called, Jeff? The new Adobe Atmos. Atmos. Yeah. That when you did described audio, you lost Atmos. You couldn't. 
And now there was a couple things, but now he got rid of it and went back to something else. What did he go to a Samsung or what, what did he try to remember now? Uh, but. I think it was a Samsung. I wonder if the Samsung TVs have their own screen reader as well, because I know that they do on the Android. If you get an Android, a Samsung Android phone, you could use TalkBack, but I've, I've heard that their screen reader is not bad. I don't have one. One thing I like about the Sony, it actually has two screen readers. It has TalkBack, and it has its own screen reader. And the cool thing Whatever is, this one he got, he said it's the most accessible TV he'd ever had. I think it was a Samsung. I think so, too, Jennifer. I don't know know the model or whatever, but he did a whole podcast talking about it. But the cool thing with the Sony I've got is it has two screen readers, and you can run them both concurrently, and then it can use whichever it needs. So that's kind of cool. You got the original Android TalkBack, and then it has its own. And I like the the Sony one better, actually. Marianne, go ahead. I was just going to say... that uh, with the Fire TV that I have, the Insignia, and with the Fire Stick, they both will allow you to do a Bluetooth keyboard. And my husband connected a keyboard to the Fire Stick that we originally bought, and I haven't connected a Bluetooth keyboard yet, but because I can mostly actually get around with the one that's on the remote for the for the little amount of actual you know, passwords and things like that that need to go into it and such. But it's kind of cool that you can actually put in uh, some extra Bluetooth devices to run them as well. Yes, of course, the reason that USB is helpful is when you're first setting up the device, if you have something other than uh, the Toshiba Insignia. The only thing that I've noticed about the Amazon television or Insignia, they're, they're the one and the same, is it's a little shy on memory and it can tend to get a little sluggish. Maybe that's after you've had it for a year or two. Well, what happens is ultimately you have to reboot these things occasionally. I, I found I had to do that last week. and Every time I go to a channel, it, took, it would take like a second or two just to go from channel to channel. I said, well, we'll just redo a restart of the television set and that fixed it. Mine, mine was, um, I bought last year's model because I basically... I wasn't concerned about buying a TV at all. I just wanted a sound system that worked really well. But I didn't want Sonos 5 because I heard the sound of the Sonos 5. And I heard the sound of the beam. And for watching movies and getting really good sound spread, the beam is better. So, But in order to have the beam, I needed to have a TV screen. So I just said, you know, show me the cheapest TV that has the connections I want and so on and so forth. And they were like, well, we have this one that's 149 and it's this year's model. And I said, well, do you by chance have last year's model? And he looked down on the very bottom of the stockpile and he found me last year's model. So, of course, when it came time to update uh, in the beginning where it was doing all of its updates, it took a good while because it was updating from all of last year's software. But it was worth the wait to not spend the extra 50 bucks. Where did you buy this at? I I went into Best Buy, and out here in Boulder, you can go to Best Buy, and you don't have to have an appointment. They say if you want, like, Geek Squad or any of those kinds of things, you get an appointment for it. But if you're just looking to buy stuff off the floor, you could walk in and just go speak to whomever you wanted. And even though I had already had my Sonos Beam, 
I uh, decided to go check out what the five sounded like, check out the beam, so on and so forth, in the same place. And once I did that, I was like, well, you have to have, if you want to connect up all the TV services, you have to have a TV for the beam to work appropriately. And I decided it was worth spending a hundred bucks to get my sound the way I wanted it. Well, that's good. And, you know, uh, oh, Chris, did we get your recipe? I might have missed it. We're hungry. Oh, not yet. We we um, better get that in before. Yeah. This is in honor of the salad spinner. This is a cucumber salad. This is one of Dave's mom's recipes that Dave really likes. Two cucumbers, one half medium onion, finely chopped, one tomato chopped, one and a half cups of apple vinegar, or I suppose you could use whatever flavor you wanted, one cup of water, one to two tablespoons of oil, and one to two tablespoons of sugar. You peel your cucumbers and slice them into anywhere from eighth to a quarter inch, and you put them in salt water for two hours. What I do is I put the cucumbers in a colander and put the colander down in a bowl of salt water, and that way they're real easy to drain. After two hours, you drain them, and you add the remaining ingredients and let it set for however long you want to. It's best if you can let it set either overnight or for four to six hours. And that's all there is to it. Just refrigerate it. Sounds good. Sounds to good, me. but I'd rather have the bacon sandwiches, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like well, I, I love that. That that cucumber salad is really good. My mom used to make it, and my uh, sister that was a year older than I am, and myself. We liked it so much that we would actually drink whatever was left of the dressing. <laughs> you know, Dave, I'm a bad influence on you. You realize that. <laughs> good, good stuff. So we're just on. Just about out of time. Just yep. about out of time here. Let's put in my request for future anything Chris has in the line of I'm lately on my Chris doing the low carb thing my kind of meat and vegetable uh, type dishes or whether they be Instapot or whatever basically I just chop up the stuff and put it in the oven for about 30 minutes but uh, any good Instapot recipes or actually we can do that I have an Instant Pot beef stew recipe that I kind of made out of the way I make beef stew and adapted it for the Instant Pot. And there's some stuff like that out there. Yeah, because I've done vegetables and they end up getting mushy. I don't, so I need to know how to cook those properly in there. Yeah, we could know. take care of that. Yeah, I'll look around and find some stuff that we've done. That might be of good to you. Do we have anybody else before we hit the magic button? Done. Done? We're done. All right. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, just making the show, and and keep listening to the legend. Who knows what you'll hear today? 
once I fix the, the fix the machine. So have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow night on All Things Radio. And have a good, 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 good day. <laughs>